on this episode of Of Course Agility, I'm doing something different. It's a video podcast. So it's a, sort of an experiment. I'm thinking that if you get your podcast through Apple, you're going to hear this, but you're not going to see the video. I'm going to put the video link of my walkthrough down at Salem County uh, Fairgrounds at the In The Zone trial in the show notes. And maybe I'll put this beginning part also in there so that you can see the video if you would like to later. Anyway, so saying that, let's give it a whirl. I'm starting this video, uh, well, let me start like this. I'm Ed Peters, perhaps you've never seen me before. I'm the host of Off Course Agility. And behind me is the Marstown Green. This is the town I live in. And behind me, I'm gonna get out of the picture. Uh, right here, we can see that this is a monument to the Mars County soldiers that fought in the Civil War. I'm gonna start walking around and I'm gonna talk as I do. So across the way there, is, is trees are blocking it, that's the uh, Presbyterian Church of Morristown. I'm gonna start my talk over here. I'm gonna, gonna be a bit illegal. I'm gonna jump the, uh, the, the don't walk on the grass because I wanna go over to these gentlemen who uh, were installed a number of years ago on the green and uh, just talk a little bit about uh, who they are and why they're here. So Morristown is known as the crossroads of the American Revolution. And here you'll see we have, and I'm gonna get back in the picture here hopefully, this gentleman here is George Washington. Over here talking to George is the Marquis de Lafayette. And I believe the gentleman in the back is Alexander Hamilton. Let me look at the plaque down there. French, yeah, yep, yep. And what happened in Morristown was that, I believe it was 1781, doesn't have the date there, um, but the Marquis de Lafayette came and told George that they, France was going to help support the American Revolution. So that meeting took place in Morristown, down the road a bit, at a place called Ford Mansion. It's actually a National Historical Park. It's down the road over here, uh, where you see the old post office over there in the corner. And uh, so anyway, that was a significant thing that happened here in Morristown. I'm trying to figure out which way I wanna go. Um, this is the green. Uh, I'm looking for a place I can jump the line. Uh, over here, okay. I'm gonna show you the green again. So, uh, uh, this is in the, you'll be seeing Marstown here. And part of the reason I'm showing you Marstown is when you see the difference between Marstown and Woodstown, where the Salem County Fairgrounds is located, you can tell the total difference. I've had relatives come here from New York State in the past, and this was many years ago, and they referred to my town, I say town, uh, as a city. And I was like, oh, it's not really a city, it's a town. But in reality, 
it, um, it, it is a small city. I can't deny it anymore. So New Jersey is quite a diverse place. We have suburbs, we have small cities, we have big cities, and we have rural areas. To the north, we have uh, mountains, uh, small mountains, but mountains that's the list. The Appalachian Trail runs a little bit through the northwest top of New Jersey. And uh, many years ago, I once saw a, a bear. Um, it was the first time I ever saw a bear in New Jersey up at the Appalachian Trail. Since then, bears have become more numerous in this state. That was probably like 20 years ago. And uh, I have actually, I haven't seen it here myself, but a few years ago, there was a bear in one of these trees, probably about a year ago, a year or two ago, around this time of the year, because in the spring, the bears get pushed out um, from their, you know, they're the young bears that get pushed out by their moms. And I'm gonna probably wrap this up up here. But anyway, I wanted to show you my town, or city if you want, um, because it shows why I love going down to that trial in South Jersey. It's just so different down there. It, it's so very, very different. And I enjoy that difference. And I, frankly, as a New Jersey boy, I enjoy the diversity of my state. I'm gonna get back in the picture here. This fountain was put in a number of years ago here in Morristown, and it represents um, the citizen, citizen shoulder, soldier of the United States and how we were founded. So this is a guy going off to fight the American Revolution, saying goodbye to his, his wife, and I love the fact that there's a dog, a relatively big dog, on this fountain also. So. Um, this is this fountain was put in a number of years ago. They, they turn it off in the winter, obviously, and uh, I like it. it it's a nice uh, representation of what uh, what the country was founded on. And I should say I'm recording this on the Sunday before um, the Sunday before Memorial Day. Uh, tomorrow on Monday, most likely they will lay wreath at some of like maybe over at the Confederate soldiers. Uh, they might lay one over at George too. You know, red, white, and blue wreaths. And over here we got the historic sign about the green. Uh, at one point the Morris County uh, Courthouse was here. I should say that Morristown also is the county seat of Morristown. And the, the county seat is up the other direction. Um, and this, I, I know I said it earlier, but this is the green. So it's essentially a square. There's roads that run around this square. And the green is more of a thing that you see in New England than necessarily New Jersey. But Morristown has kept its green. And, you know, you see a lot of people walking their dogs, coming out here and relaxing. And uh, it's, a, it's a great center of town. So, and over here on this side, we got, you know, our Starbucks. Down there, we got bars. Morristown used to have a lot more retail. Now Morristown is known for restaurants and bars. Um, it is what it is. Ahead of me, you'll see the United Methodist Church, which is also on the green. So you have the Presbyterian Church on one side of the green. You have the Methodist on one side. You have uh, stores, uh, restaurants, things like that. So I think I'm going to uh, just stop here a second, get back in the picture real quick. I think I'm going to wrap it here, um, but I wanted you to see this is the town I've lived in, 
ever since I have done agility. And I enjoy, you know, part of agility uh, for some people is traveling to other areas. So this is why I enjoy going other places and, and seeing different, different towns, different, you know, uh, just different areas like rural, suburban, mountains, whatever. That's part of why I do agility, just to get to different places and enjoy different uh, aspects of the country. So after this, you will see a video down in South Jersey, if you're watching on Spotify, which is where the video should show, or if you look at my links that I put up in the show notes for other places where you might be listening to this podcast. And if this is the first time you've ever seen me, glad to meet you. Glad you got a chance to see me. All right. I am doing a quick memory video of the Salem County Fairgrounds and the In The Zone Trial. This is Friday after the trial has ended and the noisy road that I'm next to here is Route 40. I'm gonna start walking back into the fairgrounds and uh, I'll talk as I go. So this is the entrance and on Route 40, in the direction of that sign that I started with, that's to the west. And Route 40 will take you over to the New Jersey Turnpike and then uh, also to the Delaware Memorial Bridge when you get to the Turnpike or you can take the New Jersey Turnpike North and you can get to Philadelphia and places too. Here's a few people I may know leaving the trial. <laughs> <laughs> there goes Margaret and there goes Melissa I'm not sure who's in this one who's in this one? oh it's Nancy hi Nancy okay so everybody's leaving the trial but a lot of people run their dogs in these open fields after the trial to give them a little exercise before they go to the hotel getting back to route 40 if you go the other direction which is to the east Route 40 goes all the way across the south of New Jersey, which eventually will take you to Atlantic City if you wanted to do some gambling. Um, also, a little bit down the road that way, uh, to the east, you'll come to a traffic light, and there's an Acme, and there's a Corner Bar, which is a famous bar in New Jersey here, uh, and the historic town of Woodstown. Uh, and there's uh, some, you know, historic things down there in, in that town. It's very nice and uh, town. It's got a, a diner that sometimes people will go to after the trials here. Um, anyway, so I'm walking into the fairgrounds here and uh, trying to remember some of the memories here. So a lot of times when you come up, I'll try to pick up the pace a little here. A lot of times when you would enter this fairground, the entrance that I'll walk straight through is sometimes uh, chained off with a plastic chain. A lot of times you can open it up, which I imagine somebody did. And uh, if it is closed off, you would go to the right here to circle back around where the agility field is. So I've been coming down to this fairground since 2007 with my dog Dino. I used to come down here with Dino and it's always struck me as a very beautiful 
place. You, know, if you can see out there all the farm fields. There's like some sod fields. I don't know exactly what all they grow. Oh, and also down that direction to the west, there is a nice farm stand down there, which has a lot of produce and, and you know, canned goods and things. Uh, you know, locals type canned goods. Uh, so it's a real nice farm stand down there. Uh, which I've visited a lot over the years and uh, different things are in season like right now You probably would find asparagus and strawberries uh, And they have you know other things too. I don't know if it's all local grown But at times the stuff you get there definitely is uh, locally sourced As you walk in Here as I was saying if this is chain you would circle to the right to go around and come into the fairgrounds but I've been coming here since 2007 with Dino, and over the years, I've done a lot of fun things from this site, and I have a lot of memories. And so do a lot of other people. So as I walk through, I'll, I'll note a few things as, um, as I go through the fairgrounds. One year, actually, since post, you know, I said I came down here in 2007. I don't remember what year it was, but at times that fancy sign that was out there that I showed you, that used to be not so fancy. Uh, it used to be just like a regular sign. And often they would have the dates of the Salem County Fair. And uh, I remember one year coming to the fair because I was so curious, like, what this place is like when the fair is going on that my sister and I actually drove down. It's about a two-hour drive from where we live. Uh, but we came to the fair and we visited the fair. So under, like, some of these guys to the, to the right here, these pavilions, I may not be exactly right, but... Like, this might have been where the lambs were, you know? Because South Jersey is a very agricultural area, and this would have been maybe where the lambs were. And then up here, I think the next one is where the cows were, maybe? Or is that, it might be the next one. I'm sorry, the cows might have been the next one. Maybe it was pigs or something in here, I don't know. Uh, up on the top, it has pig scramble t-shirt. So, I don't know, that could have been something else. Uh, but this might have been pigs or it might with the bleachers on each side it might have been uh, used for something else I can't remember it was a long time ago that I came to the fair out there though you two you see two RVs one of those is Kathy Cages and one of them is Lisa Schmitz and they always would set up over there so they had like a more private areas to themselves over there for their border collies and over here during the fair this was like uh, they served barbecue beef and uh, they had other things too but this was one of the main eating areas and that little shack over there uh, that was the that's the ice cream stand during the fair and beyond that you can see my pop-up camper and my truck uh, and we usually camp over there because with the noisy beagles we don't like to bother people and then here we have someone camping just on the back side of this uh, this building and when we get up here a little bit i'm going to turn to the right and i'll walk around the agility area so here is another pavilion i don't remember what it had at the fair but people will park here to be in the shade during the trial days which really works for them 
and under here uh, the straightforward that was like uh, the stage area that during the fair if I recall and they had you know bands and things that would happen at different times of the day and actually that's Leanne set up under there and uh, that's where we have our crates because my sister has her new beagle puppy and it's very noisy and so is my guy Trace is very uh, very noisy too so uh, off to the left you can see the agility field I think they're starting with touch and go tomorrow so they've already set it to the basic layout of the course for tomorrow and to the left you can see that's where people sometimes will park during the trial there's a lot of people parked right here along the back of this this uh open i don't know what you want to call it structure uh you know roofed area and you can see everyone is uh, all set up for the trial for tomorrow and uh, this trial is friday saturday and sunday and uh, when i come around to the side here I'll keep walking. I'll show you the field. The one thing that's nice about this field is it's a level field. Even when it rains, the drainage here is really good. So there's always good drainage. Uh, it's never really had a problem with any type of uh, ponding or puddling. The one thing that has occurred over the years here is that the wind, the wind can really rip through this fairground. And at times that's caused problems. And this year the ring is actually set a little bit more to the right because of something they did here with this dirt patch. So to avoid part of the part of this dirt, the ring has been set a little bit more to the right than it normally is, or you know, in the past. And actually, I'm going to turn around again because when I first came down to this trial, I'll get on the end here. It'll be easier to see. Um, this area right here was originally just that part of the barn. I'm maybe getting the picture here, but see, and will be sure I'm still taping. So over here, this part of the structure was there in the years I first came, and then at one point, the fairgrounds added a, this portico area here which gave us more shaded space which was really nice for all of us doing the trials here uh and then uh, there's a portage on over there obviously this year and as i said the ring is now currently set for the uh tomorrow we, i believe we're starting with touch and go and then i think there's tunnelers so i'm gonna walk toward the back of the ring here so when i first started coming here too i didn't have the pop-up camper that you saw um, previously and uh, I'm kind of thinking about upgrading uh, at the moment my sister and I keep talking to I've been talking to a lot of people down here this year about RVs but that's neither here nor there the other thing let's stop here for a second out yonder you, there's an eagle on top you may not be able to see it with this GoPro because it doesn't really zoom in on top of that cell to cell phone tower there's an eagle and uh, there's at least one baby eagle up there there's an eagle's nest in this corner that's closest to me and there's an eagle at the top of that tower the other thing back in 2000 
seven, I believe it was, that I first came here. That didn't even exist. That cell tower was not even here. So one year showed up and there's a cell tower back here. And then a few years later, the eagles had built an eagle's nest. So for the last, oh, maybe five years, there's been eagles. And it's really, you know, you're in the trial and you see these eagles fly in from over yonder here. And I should say, too, before I go any further, over here, there's cows. There's cows over here. So you can hear the cows mooing. None of them are mooing. Yeah, sometimes they'll moo on cue, but not today, of course. So nobody's mooing right now. But there's lots of cows over there in those fields. And down on Route 40 to the west here, I forgot to mention, there's a Cowtown Rodeo. It is supposedly the longest-running rodeo in the United States. Uh, hard to believe New Jersey has a rodeo that's the oldest running rodeo. And it runs from, I think, like Memorial Day weekend to the last weekend of September. Um, not sure what day. I think it's on Saturday nights. It's outside. It's all the scenings outside. But these cows, some of them, I believe these are the cows that are for the rodeo. Um, and there's a tower over there too. I've never been sure what that tower. That tower's always been there. So, this is the backside of the agility ring. And over there is, uh, the pavilion over there is where I'm set up. And the little building here, that's the, the men's and ladies room. But in the first few years I came down here, I got my trailer back in 2011, I think. So before that, I would, I had, I still have the van, but uh, probably not that much longer. Uh, I would come down here with my van, which I got in 2006, which makes sense since 2007 was when I started coming. And I would drive in here on this, you know, I come in this back road here to the right, and then I would just pull my van in straight Sometimes I'd back in and I would just set up a pop-up tent right here on the back of the back of the field Probably around perimeter. This field set a little bit more to the right here So I think I probably did it uh, I probably set up my camp my campsite right here and at that point I would come down by myself It was me and my dog Dino and we would camp right here now I'll draw your attention because <laughs> it was one of my <laughs> scariest memories and uh, also just a memory. That telephone pole, you see there's an easy up that's down along the, the building over here. And then there's a telephone pole. That telephone pole used to go up at least another 10 or 15 feet. And one year when I was camping right here in this area, Dino and I were there and a thunderstorm rolled in during the night and all of a sudden I like kind of was like I mean I, I was awake because there was a thunderstorm coming in and all of a sudden Dino lit up I mean I could it was like somebody turned on the sun within the inside of my pup tent and I could see Dino all the colors of Dino my beagle and then right away it was boom and I was like whoa and I came and you know now Dino was panting and I was like we get out and I was like oh, a lightning strike happened somewhere real close I didn't know where I didn't know where at that time and I didn't care I was alive um, but as it turned out the lightning 
had hit the top of that telephone pole and totally blew off the top of it. There was a light that was, as I said, like 10 or 15 feet higher. And the lightning struck it, blew it up. There was, and the ring was set more to the right back then. There were parts from the, the light, the telephone pole, it was all the way over into the ring. It, it was quite the scary thing. It really was. And as you can see here, the way we have RVs everywhere, it's like people just have to pretty much find a plug on one of these light poles and camp. And uh, that's what everybody does. They just pull up, find, people kind of have their own spots and tend to stick, stick with them. But uh, you kind of find a spot and you pull in and you plug in your RV and, and that's where you camp and uh, some people and I, I, I don't know why I never thought to do it back in the day uh, over here some people will uh, I gotta get beyond to show you but some of these are also open pavilions that don't have a whole lot but there's actually some people camped up on top of the stage you might have been able to see that when I was on the front of that somebody's camped on the side of that pavilion over there and over the years i've seen people just put up tent oh there's somebody there there is a tent inside there's a tent inside there and people will camp under there so if you do have a storm or something you're protected somewhat from that and uh, there's probably two or three tents on the stage in this pavilion right here because this is where the stage is and the backstage area so i'm going to conclude this in just a minute here but I'm just going to come around because uh, one of the memories also, and I'll say I've never taken that much part in it, but I will come over and socialize sometimes. Uh, a lot of the RVers will gather, you see these tables, they kind of gather for a potluck type meal. And part of the reason my sister and I never really did that was when we did get to camper, my sister had a Wheaton Terrier that was a terror. Uh, she didn't like other dogs that much, and that was another reason we used to always set up behind this other building. So we would not see as many dogs, and she wouldn't get upset about it. So anyway, over here, you know, this has always been classically, there's two or three or four campers uh, that set up over there, and then they'll gather at night, and they'll, you know, kind of have a potluck. And uh, it's always been a very sociable thing. You know, anybody can come by and join it. And they have a solo stove now that didn't exist in the past. Um, but uh, they'll have a campfire. It's, you know, today it's actually a very warm day. I think it was about 84, 85. A little too warm for my tastes in May, but that's what it was. So I think I'm just going to kill this here. Um, and uh, once again, that's where I'm set up this year. And... I'm going to conclude it. So that's my memories of this place from over the years.